Hi everyone, welcome back to the Rise of a Goddess podcast. My name is Carmen and I am your host. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I truly do hope that you enjoyed today's episode, but most of all, I hope that it inspires you to become a part of our goddess community. If you are a returning listener, as I say each and every week, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being such an important part of our community. Thank you to those of you who offer your feedback, who give me your thoughts, and most of all, give me ideas on what we can talk about on future episodes. And this week, I'd like to especially thank those goddesses who have been sharing the podcast or reposting the Instagram post to their pages because me being a person who has never really showed much interest for the analytics of the Instagram page or of the podcast decided this week to take a look something just provoked me to look at your analytics on the pages and I was completely floored for one simple reason the podcast and the Instagram growth has obtained so much traffic in one week that it completely it completely surprised me. I couldn't believe that the podcast page received a hundred new followers, so there are a hundred new goddesses on the podcast page. And the podcast itself was listened to by three times as many listeners as it normally does. And that just was mind-blowing to me. Because for me, my goal has never been likes or follows or, you know, is this something that is trending? For me the purpose of this podcast has always been to empower, to empower and remind goddesses of their true potential, to put that little spark in them where they realize that their feminine essence, their true innate abilities and their power lies deep within. And that if you want to become anything in life, if you want to achieve anything, if you want to obtain anything, it's important for us to empower one another and remind ourselves of the fact that we are goddesses. We are able to obtain all of the joys and all of the experiences that we want if we remember who we are, if we remember our God-given abilities, our purpose. And also to remember that there are forces outside of ourselves that don't want us to see what our true value is and don't want us to tap into our 
very clearly defined superpowers and who want to divide us because they realize that if we bond together, if we, instead of thinking of each other as competition, help one another, we can achieve magnificent, amazing things. Women as a whole are alchemists. We make magic happen. And if we can remember that, if we could tap into our essence, we can achieve great things together. So that was always the purpose of this platform and always will be the purpose of this platform is to empower, is to remind us of who we are and to educate us into being able to watch, listen, and decipher when there are people or organizations outside of ourselves that are trying to silence us or are trying to get us to pull the wool over our eyes where we cannot see our truest potential and tries to stifle our growth. So that in and of itself has always been my purpose. And if I could get that thought through to just one listener, it's amazing. But to see that it's something that has touched many of you to the point where you want to share this with other women that you might know, it touches my heart. And again, I cannot thank you enough. And I am completely grateful to each and every one of you. So with that being said, let's hop into today's episode. Today, I wanted to talk about something that each and every one of us should be doing in order for us to tap into our highest possible potential. And it's a necessary thing. It's something that we should not skimp on at all because it leads to something very valuable. And that is prioritizing yourself. Now, I don't just mean prioritizing yourself as in taking an hour long bath in the bathtub or going to get your nails done or getting a massage or doing a face mask. Those are all beautiful ways that you could prioritize yourself. Yes. And they all fall in line with self-care. But I mean prioritize yourself as in checking in with yourself. Now, when we do this, we are unwittingly strengthening our superpower. Now, the listeners who have been here a while have heard me say this over and over again in past episodes. And if you are new here, I will give you a hint. Or actually, I'll give you the answer to what your superpower is. And that is your intuition. I have an episode where we talk about, we dive into your intuition. So if you are a new listener, you might want to double back and take a listen on it. But your intuition is your superpower as a goddess, as a woman. It is your innate gift 
Now, yes, men are able to tap into intuition, but women are given this superpower where if you tap into it fully, if you embrace the superpower that is your intuition at its fullest potential, it can lead you to a magical life. Your intuition doesn't just prevent harm from coming to you. Your intuition also aligns you with the best possible scenarios, the best possible choices for you in order for you to experience joy. Your intuition is your soul's purpose, your soul's operating system. I like to compare your intuition to a muscle. You have to build it. You will have to be able to develop and curate this beautiful relationship with it in order for you to experience and maximize on your life. Unfortunately, society has kind of curtailed us from tapping into our intuition at its fullest potential. More often than not, individuals who do go based on their gut feeling, on their intuition, are chastised by people, are told that, oh, come on, you know, um, that's so woo-woo. How can you make decisions based on what you feel? But that's because that is exactly what your intuition is. Your intuition is completely feeling-based. It's not mind-based. It's feeling-based. When we make decisions from a mind-based point of view, that's our ego talking. That's not our intuition. And society and media has developed such a huge relationship to ego that it completely defaults to that and intuition is left on the wayside. We in society are brainwashed, indoctrinated, and conditioned to listen to our ego rather than our intuition. Think about it. Think of the last time you watched television. And I don't mean television as in one of those um, streaming services. I mean television where there are commercials. Or let's just even say, look through a magazine or listen to the radio. More often than not, you will be hearing commercials or programs where they are telling you that in order for you to look like this, or in order for you to feel amazing, or in order for you to be happy, you need to purchase this. You need to do this procedure to yourself. You need to what? Buy a product. But 
more often than not, what we fail to look at when we are listening or watching these programs, there's no mistake as to why they are called programs. <laughs> they do program your brain, right? But um, when we're listening to these programs and listening or watching these commercials, we are being slowly conditioned to think of ourselves from an egoic point of view, from the ego. Because if you look like this, you will be loved and praised by many. Instead of asking you, how is it going to make you feel? Like, is this something that is coming from you? No, it's basically what society is painting out as what the standards of beauty should be or what society is trying to tell you to think, what society is trying to tell you to feel. So it's important for us to take time to prioritize ourselves and make ourselves and our thoughts the center of attention in order for us to see, is this something that is of value to me? What is of value to me? Why do I want to do this? Is this based on ego? Or is this truly something that is going to spark joy within me? I like to fashion the KonMari method to what we should be doing ourselves with our intuition. We should always be looking at life from that perspective. Is this sparking joy? Because when you completely come to the realization about it, that is exactly how we should be living life on a daily basis. We should be doing things that spark joy into our lives. I remember when I read the book, I was so interested in it because it was going to help me organize even more. I am a person who loves a tidy home. I always say it's generation, something that's been passed on from generation to generation. Um, I don't like cluttered countertops or I don't like seeing messes, right? So for me, when I bought the book initially, it was based on the fact that it was going to help me think of creative ways to tidy up spaces that are not so visibly seen. But the gift that I got from it was even bigger. And it was, if you take that same concept and apply it to your life in general, into your intuition in general, you can literally see the makeup of what life should be like. We shouldn't be cluttering ourselves with experiences that don't spark joy. But how can you tell what, what truly does spark joy, right? Because we live in a society where we are constantly bombarded with 
ads, with songs, with television shows or movies that are creatively programming us into thinking that this is something that we need. That it is being used creatively to bypass our intuition. And it is very cleverly tapping into our ego. Because who doesn't want to be seen as someone fashionable? Who doesn't want to be seen or viewed as, oh, wow, look at that person. They've traveled the world and they eat in the most fascinating places. And look at how many likes they get on their Instagram page. And unwittingly, the media and society have led us to believe that success is measured by the amount of things you own, the amount of places you visit, or the amount of likes and views you can accumulate. So when we consume media in excess, when we engage in constant interactions with people, what are we doing? We're blocking our intuitive ability to make choices for ourselves. What will be in our true best interest, not in what our ego's best interest is. We are blocking our ability to feel what we truly feel instead of what society wants us to feel. In order for us to begin to prioritize ourselves, we have to begin by setting limitations or boundaries for ourselves. So if that means you're a person who consumes a lot of social media content, maybe it's time to curb that. Maybe it's time to sit down with yourself and truly take a true picture or inventory on how you make decisions in your life. Are you making decisions based on what others are doing or saying? Are you consuming content and basing your decisions based on what you are seeing? Are you consumed with outside information that is leading you to think in certain ways? A conversation that I had with a friend of mine recently, we were discussing this. We were discussing how, especially in the younger generation, um, Gen Z, for example, it seems as though they have been making life choices, life decisions based on what is trending at the moment. Instead of seeing 
what is impactful for them in their life. And I think it stems from the fact that they come from a generation that is so dependent on social media that they don't know how to tap into what their values, morals, and beliefs want them to do. So in essence, what is their intuitive impulse? So instead, they consume massive amounts of content, whether it be from social media or from other media outlets, TV, movies, music, and they shape their identity based on what's trending at the moment. An example that is probably very clearly depicted right now is that of social media moguls, the Kardashians. It's no secret that the Kardashians have fashioned their whole empire based on their looks, based on what body modifications they have had. And what I find to be very alarming is the number of young adults who have gone on to modify themselves in order to try to grasp a little bit of what these women have created. So they see the body modifications, they see the sort of people that they date, they see what this family is portraying to the media, they consume the content, and then they believe that this is what will make them happy. If I just look like one of the Kardashians, I will be happy. If I date a person, a rapper, a baller, I mean, a comedian, whatever. I mean, now she's with a comedian. Um, if I do this, I will be able to gain the same things that she has and therefore be happy. And when you sit back and think about it, of course, these people are not going to be happy because they are not the Kardashians. The Kardashians, we don't even know. They're probably not even happy. I mean, sure, they're laughing their way off to the bank with all of the things that they create and put out there and people unwittingly buy. But um, are they truly happy? Maybe they are. But they're happy with the choices that they're making based on their intuition. So if you can tap into your own intuition, you can probably see, well, you know what? I can be just as happy if I do X, Y, and Z. So for me personally, my intuition when I was younger was I wanted to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. 
And to very many, that was unheard of. For very many people, they kind of looked at me like I had five heads. Who can possibly have gone to college, have gotten a job at an amazing corporation with tons of possibilities and want to give it all up in order to be a stay-at-home mom? And I say, quote, give it all up. And I possibly could have fallen to society's standards and said, oh, well, no, I'm going to be a working mom because that is seen as powerful. That is seen as being the boss girl. And instead, I, I went full-fledged with my intuition and I decided that I would be a stay-at-home mom and it was the best decision that I could have made in my whole entire life because I was aligning with my soul's purpose. But that decision was a difficult one because I had to stay aligned with my purpose, with my intuition and not allow society, family, friends, the media, what's trending at the moment to skew it. So yeah, I did that method and did what sparked joy to me. So in order for you to do that, you need to prioritize yourself and see what is it that sparks joy to you? What is going to make you happy. Feel all of your choices to the depths of your soul. Don't think of what others might think or how you will be perceived by the public. Think of what it is you want, you feel, what will bring you happiness and prioritize yourself. So three ways that you can strengthen that intuition, that pull, that center, like to know what is it that you truly want is by A, spending time alone, taking away all of the chatter of the world and zeroing in on what it is that you want. You can do this by just taking time, taking a day where you're like, you know what, I'm just going to spend some time in nature. Nature is a great way to tap into your purpose. I'm going to do that or I'm going to sit in a coffee shop and just listen to some mellow music and write. Or maybe you might decide that you are going to take 30 minutes every morning and just journal and meditate. But spend time alone, away from outside distractions, away from your phone, away from television, away from others. Because the only way you can begin to listen to your intuition and prioritize yourself is by listening to who? Yourself. And in the beginning, it'll be difficult, especially if you are someone that consumes a lot of content 
or a lot of media or you are a person that is constantly surrounded by people and feel that that brings you joy, it'll be difficult at first. But trust me, once you start doing the work, once you start zeroing in on yourself, you start realizing how much you love you and how much you love being able to listen to what it is that she truly wants. And you start being able to better decipher what is ego, what is mind chatter, what is someone else's values and beliefs, and zeroing in on what it is that you feel. Because remember, intuition is feeling-based. Another way that you can do this is by becoming a quiet observer. When you are in a social group, in a social setting, when you are speaking to someone else, when you are consuming media, don't do it mindlessly. Become the quiet observer. When you do this, you allow your intuition to let you know if this person or media's ideas are being geared in order to control you and your actions or are they being used to truly create a meaningful relationship with you. I find that it's an amazing way for you to pick up on a person's pure energetic signature because we're all energy when we're around someone we pick up on their energy think of a time when you are with a person and you thought that you had an amazing time but then afterwards you feel and you feel completely drained and you wonder oh my god why do I feel that this way well it's very well possible if you were the quiet observer you realize that This person only really interacted with you in order to trauma dump, in order to tell you all about their problems and did not even allow you to share your feelings. How are you doing today? It could be that this person came to you as a way to make themselves feel more self-important in order to get an ego boost for themselves. Sometimes that could be that person that brags about everything that they have and try to kind of belittle you. And then all of a sudden you're left feeling completely depleted. I like to call these people energy vampires. But when you become a quiet observer, you realize for yourself, is this an interaction that is going to bring me substance, joy. Because yes, obviously there are times in our life when we need someone to talk to or talk through a problem. But is this a person who is constantly having the same problems? Or is this a person who constantly comes to me when she needs an ego boost? Is this a reciprocal type of relationship? And you you allow your intuition time to tell you whether or not this person is safe for you. 
Is this a person who, again, sparks joy in your life? And the last way that we can strengthen our intuition or an example for today, because there are many, (laughs) is to let go of resistance. We so often think that we know how we feel because we have this preconceived notion and we don't want to steer away from that notion. So what do we do? We begin to resist that we possibly could have changed our minds on something or our value systems may have changed or maybe this person that was amazing in our teen years isn't truly someone who our values align now and we resist change. So another way that we can tap into our intuition is by, res- by avoiding, letting go of that resistance and allowing ourselves to feel completely. Because when we begin to tap into our intuition, we begin to align with what makes us happy and what our soul purpose is. We're not doing things in order to make someone else happy. We're doing things that align with our happiness. And if that also aligns with someone else that is on our journey, great. That's amazing. But if not, it's okay for us to stand up for our beliefs and what brings us happiness and say, well, that's great. And if that works for you, that's wonderful, but I'm going to do this. And if the person cannot respect your choices and decisions, then that clearly indicates that this is a person that is trying to control you or your importance is only matters when your thoughts align with theirs. So yeah, I hope that this is an episode that is able to spark some ideas or ways in which you can prioritize yourself in order to tap into your innate power, in order for you to tap into your intuition and strengthen that muscle to its fullest. Thank you so much for all of you that joined us today. And I will see you next week on the Rise of a Goddess podcast. Bye.